It's Tuesday night. There's three of us in this room. I think we feel a little bit lonely. Missing our boy. I hate Dallas, a.k.a. Chris, a.k.a. Guy in a rocking chair. Rocking to heart. Possibly sipping a clear liquid out of a mason jar. Most definitely wearing a pair of jean cutoffs. Probably a tank top of some kind. And Crocs. Of some kind? How many kinds of tank tops are there? I don't know. He could rock a mesh. He could rock a half tank top. Varnay. Uh, yeah. Mesh was not something that was going to be first in my mind. But uh, half shirt mesh. Yeah, we're here for you tonight. Hawaii '84. We're missing you. This tonight was going to be tonight was your night. Um, we got some stuff for you, but I want to introduce on my left our director of Good Times, among many other titles that are. We're just some negotiations going on behind the scenes. Well. My title, Kevin Ricca. The, the title I'm, I'm, I'm choosing tonight is yeah. Proud Godfather and Uncle, my man Johnny Ricca, born today. Congrats. Uh, J.D. and Aaron Ricca. Uh, yeah, the young Johnny is happy, healthy, and I'm proud to say burgundy and gold. So uh, Redskins Nation got a, a diehard today uh, on the 31st. Yeah, congrats. Congratulations. That's awesome. awesome. We needed a, another listener. Uh, I, I assume they'll be buying him his own equipment and signing him up as a subscriber to all of our stuff. Um, without further ado, our general counsel, our chief counsel, uh, by appointment and confirmation. Thank you. Uh, hasn't been fired yet, to the best of our knowledge. Tim Strachan. What's up? They ain't fired their director. I didn't know I was, in the, I was in the presence of a godfather, though. Godfather's in the basement. Two godfathers, dog. You're not a godfather? Oh, I'm a godfather of, like, three. Right. Uh, so three. But I, had, yeah. I didn't anoint myself yeah. godfather tonight. On this show. Okay. You did, though. Godfather. I just said a proud godfather. I didn't coin myself the godfather. Yeah, 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 yeah you did. But, uh, <laughs> you know, whatever you like, T. Yeah. You know? Listen. Whatever you like, director. I'm just, I'm, just here to, I'm just here to drink a little whiskey and talk a little football. And talk, and talk a little Redskins for this is our Hogshaven off-season on the brink segment. Um, so we will obviously get Chris on uh, as soon as possible. And um, get you all of his hot takes and and hate I mean, uh, that he d- serves up. Cold. I hate when I hate gets. Uh, you know what? This gets is the, pulled from our lineup. You know, right before. This is it's, the most upsetting part about this entire night. Oh my god! What is, is that going on Kevin Ricca? He's actually Kevin Ricca is actually. He wearing brought his George to the show. Are you serious? And he's got his. And he's got a mesh hat. Tank yeah. top on. And he's, he's rocking. I mean, he just. Are you kidding me? This is a circle George spectacular guys, is all about. You guys, you playing this, didn't you? I came oh. for a Circle George Spectacular day. Yeah, I don't know what you were expecting <laughs> to in the basement tonight. The playlist was supposed to be the Circle George Spectacular, but uh, it is. it's on hiatus. Uh, I know. It, <laughs> the no. room got silent here. No, we're playing but, some Led Zeppelin right now. All, right. all yeah. I'm saying is, I came ready to go tonight. Yeah, I guess you did. I Chris guess. Hess, I guess, uh, you know. We'll get you. These we'll get aren't you going back. anywhere. I'll just wash and put them back in there. Yeah. They, did you actually cut a pair of use. jeans in order to make those? Well, these are my around. Or were those in your... Like they're my around the house jorts. <laughs> Everyone's got to have a pair of around the house jorts. Well, if you're like me and you split your jeans like once, a, they don't last but a year until I get the, the full crotch splitter for uh, work. See, I didn't see. I didn't need to see that. Well, you did look. I didn't. You did well, look. I mean, you, I you like were kind of okay given a whole trick. lot of yeah. yeah like, uh. 
I mean, there's a lot to drink in right now. We need to this move is, on. This is the, this is the level of discourse that yeah. I hate brings to our podcast. Right. And he's bringing it when he's not even here. So yeah. I love it even more. Um, we can't we drink can't it all do it all season on the brink show this week without giving the rundown on the Pro Bowl. Speaking of rundowns. Uh, whoa. I'm just saying, I put that play, and we're not going to go all the way through. We've been doing it all week or the last 48 hours. I put that play immediately on the same tier as the Sean Taylor hit on Brian Mormon. I love Pro Bowls, but Pro Bowls aren't about scores. Pro Bowls aren't about watching real football. It's It comes down to moments. The only, the value of, of an NFL Pro Bowl is no longer anything but moments. And we, we now we have two as Redskins fans. And we, we haven't had a lot of Pro Bowl moments uh, in our history as a fan base uh, in recent decades. Um, the Sean Taylor hit on Brian Mormon was a Pro Bowl moment. Everyone knows about it. I think the Kirk Cousins strip tackle, um, it'll prob- probably be more known to us, but it was, it was noticed. It was picked up. Obviously, it's a big deal to us. Had to have been. It looked like somebody's little brother threw on a uniform and ran out there and, and, and just Lucas scurried past like Lucas, yeah. And, I mean, it was – That went to Lucas. Ah, man, that was awesome. He, Showed a lot of heart. He didn't care. He was in the moment. The guy yeah. doesn't – so, He could uh, have died like Lucas. I, he, there, was, <laughs> there was a lot of money at stake that his shoulder yeah. stays in place after, after he – you know, you hire Minuski, you get a defensive play like that. Let's let's get get that right, Twitter Nation. Let's see right. what happens once we hire Minuski. Anyways, that was a Josh Norman lookalike. It was one of the top ten defensive plays of the season, wasn't it? It, it was. It was awesome. <laughs> I, I, it was awesome. Yeah, I, I don't know. If I, you're I, a lot I'm of people to argue with he you. Brought, right? he, it brought the kid out and everyone watching him play football. Like it was that. fun. And you know what? The thing is, is it was the Redskins helmet, right? The field is showered with players from other teams, and the Pro Bowl, for whatever people want to say, it's not a popularity contest necessarily. It's the best players in the league. And our, our guy, I love Trent Williams. Thank God you're putting your pants yeah, on. Please. No, yeah, please. Thank you, thank you. I love Trent Williams. I watch him religiously yeah. during Pro Bowls, but he's a left tackle, and there's only so much – fun in your life you can get from watching a left tackle in the Pro Bowl. What don't, did it with Chris Samuels? Don't tell another left tackle that. Yeah, but it's a different ball game when your quarterback is in the game. And I, I don't care that Matt Ryan or Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I, I, I get it. Kirk Cousins deserved to be there. He was on the field in a meaningful moment. Uh, and we were all hoping for him to make the play that won the game for the NFC. But instead, he made the play that was going to make us remember the game. So I I know you did, and I, and, and, and I did. I, I DVR'd it and flew through it. I didn't watch it religiously because you're, usually my Pro Bowl moment each year is the self-loathing you go through when you realize you've watched football mm-hmm. for two hours and 45 minutes. It's brutal. Horrifically bad, and they're playing patty uh. cake. And they're do- Now, the guys played a little harder this week. I, I get what they're trying to do, but it just made it way more interesting. You know, I know as a little kid is what we're talking about. Seeing yep. that Redskin helmet out there, I would root so hard for those guys to perform yeah. well in the Pro Bowl. It was such a big deal. Now I hate myself for watching, but I can't not. And it gave me – it was awesome. All that time you devoted to that, you know, typically horrible event that is, you know, still neat. And as, as a kid, you get to see Kirk go out there, lead him down the field, make some plays to some receivers that we don't need to mention on this, but look pretty cool watching him gel with some of these guys and show a little bit of his talent off. And then the play – the rundown, little kid style backyard. That was great. My favorite part, because everybody should love the strip part of the, the, the tackle, but it's the way he ran past Jimmy Graham. Uh, 
the way he just came out of nowhere and flies right by this stud-looking athlete, you know, running. You know, I thought it was a, a re- receiver at first, which he is. Jimmy Graham stopped trying before the play started, so well, not to take anything away from Jimmy Kurt. Graham he's, almost he cost started us a the franchise thing. quarterback. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he started the whole thing. But. Jimmy Graham did his job and caught a ball that hit him right exactly where you're. Yeah, you ever spot. want the ball to be yeah, bad spot? If if you can, if you don't catch if you can't catch that ball, then you that's the beauty of the NFL and that's the terror of the NFL. The tiniest hairline mistake, you know, fracture in in in, in you know in the execution of these plays puts people's freaking lives at risk. Now now let's ask if McLuhan McLovin mm-hmm. were here, is that a football player? Because that was a football player's play. Oh, he's a, a blue player. In the country he's a blue player that don't know us very well and don't have a, you know a hand on the pulse of what we're going through here. Went wow, I, I think I like that guy. You see what that guy did? Yep. You know he he earned he gained himself some panache. Yes, he he, he definitely pizzazz. did. Well, just by doing what he does. Just by doing what he does. You bring up McLovin. That's the next place I was going to take us um, because see how that works out. Uh, it is. I like how you did that. You're, it's like you're. It's like you're. We're here. You're professional. Right. Yeah. Got it. yeah. Um. So last week there was a press release uh, or Bruce Allen spoke. Uh, he was the guy who said, you know, 100% chance Kirk Cousins is back here next year. Um, immediately it was noteworthy that we were hearing this from Bruce Allen. I think this was at, actually um, down at the Senior Bowl uh, or, and, and subsequent, you know, media. Um, Mike Jones from the Washington Post had something in a mailbag or something like that uh, either. I think it was today. Uh, where he mentioned that essentially, I guess some people refer to it as a gag order, but I think Bruce Allen was like, I'm the guy who's going to be doing the talking, uh, you know, down at the Senior Bowl, and McLovin was not, you know, essentially wasn't made available to any media. Bruce Allen became kind of the spokesman and the, and the front man for the Redskins at that time, and it's kind of being viewed in two, 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 two ways. Either, you know, this is just your head executive, who who we know is the head executive. That's that's his job. He's he reports to Snyder. Everyone else reports to him. Or it's something else, and all the bad stuff that goes with it, possibly being something else. Now, Kevin Ewald, a Hogshaven favorite, um, and I were talking about this, and this is something he raised. And of course, he's going to think of all, all the bad things it could be um, with Snyder and, and Allen potentially up to no good. Um, I don't know. I was going to see what you guys thought of that as, as a potential uh, si- situation. Now, Mike Jones, I believe I take Mike Jones at his word. If he says, "Hey, listen," Bruce Allen said, "You know, you're not you're not doing any any uh, talking. I'm doing all the talking." Maybe a riff in the in the in the in the group. Well, I, I'm just that's an interpretation. That's what some people are suggesting is possible. I'd, I'd like to believe that it's not what's actually happening. Um, but there there's history. What if it's uh, Alan saying, "Listen, I'll take care of all this BS media stuff while you actually concentrate on what what you do best is evaluate." Great, talent. I love that. I hope that's what it is. I love that. Well, it also could be it's football guys, and then, you know, you know, they say pressure makes diamonds or pressure cracks people. Uh, these guys are having disagreements maybe over a certain guy at the Senior Bowl, or or maybe a you know maybe it's Kirk. Who knows? They're going to be in meetings having these you know very aggressive you know. Points of view from either side, they're going to be going at it, and then you walk away from that, you regroup and come back at it. Not everything is all hunky dory on the field with teammates or in the front office. It's not how it is. So they could be going through something, and they might be disagreeing yeah. on something. But so what? It's what it is. I, I have a problem with him in jorts with a split down the middle saying hunky dory. Uh, I didn't I say hunky dory. Yes, you did. Hunky doggy. I said hunky dory, didn't I? 
Yes, he did. Uh, well, well, you know, that's the I hate, you know, he uh, effect. Yeah, yeah you know, he's I still here effect. in spirit, you know? Yeah. Um, we hope you're doing hunky-dory, Chris. <laughs> I mean, you know, to quote him from, you know, Hogs Haven, uh, when, I, when I dropped these Under Armour pants and showed these jorts, yeah. you know, I, I think he said... Uh, Get your boners ready. I think yeah, that's what he, he did said say that. That's what? exactly yeah. what he said. Yeah, he did. And yes, I, you know, and those were his exact words. So to quote a wise man, guys, yes. you, know, yep. you don't well. get this every Tuesday. Is all no. I'm saying. You know, so like I said, drink it, drink it all in too. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, so disturbed on yeah, so many levels. You should right be. Now. We haven't done it yet. We're going to do it now. It's our contract patrol. We do have some news in the contract patrol department. So we are in the off-season. At any given time, uh, players can sign, obviously. Some players can, some players can't. Um, but we, we do like have an, a we need, signing. We need like an alert. We, need, we do like a siren. Like contract si- patrol. Yeah, yeah, sound effect. I think that it's like a, a neighborhood watch uh, scenario. We're, we're like, you know, we're on patrol. We're in a car. We're hanging out, probably drinking some whiskey. Uh, hopefully... Not bothering anybody, in the in the hoping that we don't see anything terrible happen, and I don't think we've seen any, anything terrible happen yet. I, I I want us to see that Kirk Cousins contract come through, but we do have another contract coming through uh, announced today. I think it's happening tomorrow, and that is Junior Galette. Kevin Rickett, how do you feel about that? Of all the uh, non-Pro Bowl Redskins on our roster right now, I believe that would be my number one pick for a guy that would, would be the least shocking Pro Bowl guy. And I know he'd have to overcome two horrific Achilles injuries. Yeah. But you know I know he's a werewolf. And I just want to see him play a couple snaps for us. I just want to see what we've missed over the last two yeah. years. It's not, it'll be a version of it. but I, I think he's going to sign like a dollar contract. That's what he said. He said. That's uh, just it. That's what he wants. He, he says he wants to stay here. I, yes. I'm just glad there's not three Achilles that he can, you know, yeah. uh, rupture another one. He's like randomly just grew an extra and, and who Achilles knows? Somewhere. I mean – not too long ago, one Achilles would have put somebody, you know, into retirement. Yep. These uh, days, uh, you know, things have changed, and and it would be awesome if he could get back to any semblance. Oh, it's of crazy! That if you were a horse, I, you know, he'd I'm be glued by him. now. I can't wait for it. But him. he's cheap. Why not? He, he wants to be the cheapest. They wouldn't do it if they didn't think he right. had an ability to get back. That's yeah. for sure. Well, it's also you don't pay somebody. All, it's, it's still it's still chump change in, com, in compared to all their, but it's still not. We've already swallowed our downside on this still guy a lot of money. from a salary perspective. Yeah, so knows. it's all it's all upside from here. Yeah, I know, and, and that he's motivated by that, and good for him. Yeah. Um, so there's no downside with this guy at this point. He's our he's ours. Uh, we're gonna get everything there is to get out of him, and if he can play, I mean, he's 28 years old. If he can play, that's he, shocking. I said, yeah, it doesn't it seem like he's been around so long. He's he comeback player of the year. Uh, yeah, he, I mean, comeback player of the year candidate right twice. there. He should get it for both the next two years if he comes back. There's, there's a, a new guy on Hogshaven. You'll see some of his stuff coming out soon. His name is Sam Lawrence. He's a he's either a doctor in residency or he's coming through uh, some program at Georgetown, uh, and he's in. Musculoskeletal physiotherapy, or something along. I mean, he's a super smart guy, and he's he specializes in sports medicine. He's going to be our our guy, and he's currently working on a post for Hogshaven talking about all of the uh, ramifications of Junior Galette's injury, the recovery. You know, talking about the the various factors that the that both of those injuries. You know, I guess the the, the problems that they pose beyond what what you you and I and I know. Um, I'm looking forward to that because I don't know crap about – I can't even imagine coming back from one Achilles, like you said, much less two. Um, 
I, I don't know. I mean, I just assume it's going to happen again, which is a terrible way to, to be as a fan. Uh, you're just kind of holding your breath. Like Kevin, if, if, he, if he suits up in week one, if he's, a, if he's available to start for us in week one, that's going to mean he's good enough to, to play. And if he's good enough to play, his talent takes over. And then, and then it's probably ticking time bomb territory. And I hate to say that. I'm, no one's rooting for anything to happen. But, you know, it sucks. It sucks that as a sports fan, that, that's the kind of thing you think about with players like this. That's what I felt last August when it went down for the second time. I was like, yeah. that's it. It's over. Everyone knows. So now it's, uh, you know, it's cordial that he's doing this, that we're doing this. Yeah. But, but it's, it's. But he's got that in him. It's a no-brainer, yeah. give it a shot. Yeah. It's gravy if it works. He, he, you just want motivated players. He's a motivated player with talent. If, if, it, if it works out, everyone looks great. As a result, um, who who else do we have coming? I mean, we're going to be a ninety-man roster from here on through. Um, at this point in time, I think all eyes are on post Super Bowl Kirk Cousins contract negotiations. I bring up the Bruce Allen versus McLovin possibilities in in those, um, I guess, in those terms um, because. Any assertion of authority in this current regime, you know, with Snyder and Allen and McLovin and Gruden, and they're the foursome, is bad for for us in terms of, I think, the quarterback situation, unfortunately. So I hope that's not the case. And I, and I do think, I, I just think there's a lot of logic and rationale to them having some kind of framework uh, and ongoing, like something going on right now. Like there's no reason for them not to be talking right now. And just because we don't hear about it or that we're not, they're not reporting on it, I just have to believe that there's communication there. There's no reason for there not to be. You, you just, I just want you to go ahead and say it. You're freaking me out. Yeah. McLevin might bail on this whole deal. Or no, no, no. I don't think McLevin would bail on this. Deal. The, the, the worst case scenario is not that. He doesn't want to sign him to that deal and he's connected to it. The worst-case scenario is not McLovin bailing. The worst-case right. scenario does involve That's him leaving, but the worst-case scenario involves... I mean, here's the worst-case scenario, that Dan Snyder hate, still hates Kirk Cousins, um, knows that Gruden and McLovin are all on board with Cousins and want to re-sign him and pay whatever it costs to do it. Dan Snyder then gets Bruce Allen to stand in front of him and take the machine gun turret-sized bullets um, that will be wailed upon Dan Snyder when he makes McLovin cut or cut loose from Kirk Cousins and possibly at the same time Jay Gruden. This is the worst case scenario. This is like our, my worst nightmare. And and, and, then, and then it becomes the Dan Snyder and Bruce Allen show all over again and we're back to you, square one. You need with, to get another hobby. With no quarterback. <laughs> uh, complete disaster. Uh, yeah. So I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah, that's worst case scenario. Good You're positive, create good positive listening right now. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyone who's there, none of this is happening. Yes, we're we're going to be fine. Uh Junior Glad only has two Achilles. Vinny Serrato is just up the road. <laughs> it's not. Good Lord. I mean, I was coming in to save the day and be like, you know, all the, you know, of course we're going to get into Kirk, but, you know, we're looking at the whole situation in San Fran. I'm thinking those two guys are just scheming this whole thing to just make Snyder spend more money. Like, wouldn't you do that for your buddy? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, of course. Kyle's like, hey, man, uh, how about if we just say this? All, uh, <laughs> you know, I can't do that. You know how ballsy a maneuver that would be for San Fran? Not only would they pay the $150 million with 70 guaranteed that we're not, to give up two draft picks oh, yeah. <laughs> in the first round. 
That's such a ball. Like, that ain't happening. It's not like happening. The threat of it from Kyle talking with his buddy so he can get back at, at, at Danny Boy. I mean, it's. I can't possibly imagine them taking that contract and giving up those draft picks. What are you going to do when you see that um, there's, a, there's a TV shot of Kirk at the Super Bowl? Oh, I don't, I don't care. What are you talking about? Who cares? What Hanging you... out with his boy. They're friends. Yeah. You played football at the math. I was at St. John's. They could see us at the Good Council game on Friday nights. What are they going to say? Rick is going to go play H-back. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to move to the center again. It's going right. to be awesome. No, he's on board. Every, no, everyone's that's right. Everyone's that's what it sounds board. like to me. You know what I mean? But I would say, hey, let's make it sound like to get you some more money <laughs> and then maybe get you to split that extra money. I don't know. Hey, the, you know what? I, as far as the Shanahan's and Cousins are concerned, um, we had Steve on last week. Um, I've talked to, at length about it in the past. The Shanahan's fell in love with Cousins in Mobile at the Senior Bowl. Uh, they had a great working relationship working relationship with them from that point on, um, I, their relationship, is they, they came by totally honestly. I, I'm sure that Kirk Cousins wants nothing but the best for Kyle and vice versa. I'm sure that there's no sane person who would pay Kirk Cousins $150 million and two first-round picks. Uh, it, it, it's just not... They're just, We're not bothered enough to do one or the other. They're, yeah, they're, they're not going to do that. Um, he, Bruce Allen said 100% chance Kirk Cousins is our quarterback next year. If that's true... More likely than not, it's going to be on a long-term contract. I mean, I just think that's reality. Uh, there's no reason for it not to be at this point in time. And whatever the money that he gets. There's really draft and groom a fourth-round quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> for James, my boy James, if you've been listening this we far. Got Sudfeld, man. I, I don't even care what the, how much they pay him. But for guys I've like James, who I argue with. college. I want him to pay more and more and more and more. Every time someone's like, Kirk Cousins isn't worth $25 million, well, I hope, I hope they pay them 26 They're like, I can't. There's no way I'm ever giving a quarterback $28 million of salary cap space. Well, I hope, them give, I hope they give him 30 I know. There's a lot of CPA uh, football gurus all yeah. over the place. Just pay him. Get it, get it done. Lock him Hold up. Hold on. Shouldn't we have paid him last year, T? I still don't. I, I still. I'm still fine with the way it all went down. It, hindsight's always twenty twenty. No, no, it wasn't hindsight. We said pay him last year, and you said no you way. You did. Yeah, you got to see him one more year. And I said we're just. That's going to make us mid season. Where we are right now. All right. Well, that's the risky. I'm saying, looking back, yes, of course, I would have said yes. That's all. Knowing I was what for. I know now, yeah. But back, <laughs> I, I still stand by my my stance that at the time. That's going to well, cost us. Millions. The kind of like your both yeah. right scenario is because the. Uh, listen, I I I get I have the awesome like a, a billion things I've written on Hogshaven that are complete hogwash if we're gonna use official words. But that that you know right before he went on that streak, I I was passionate about put, putting a contract in front of him then. But the thing is, the Redskins were at one point trying to do a long term deal with him. Then they were just always about five or six million dollars behind no, whatever we the going rate was. So far behind, it yeah. wasn't even a constantly. Real deal. One of the main was... reasons we are where we are today, right now, without a long term contract, is I unfortunately I think people still feel that way. Well, but it's not like about McLuhan. I've always been saying that he. I think there's something that still burns down that he is not a guy. Even though he can put up all the numbers, he can be, you know, <laughs> a top ten Kirk quarterback. Again. But you talking about Kirk? 
Is he going to get it done when it when it counts? He has. I still think no, he's no, done no. it. He's led oh, some. Come when the game's on the line, when, yes. the, when the season's That's what on I'm the saying. line, it's not like he's never done that. He has two times this year. He he. he I know, but he, he also has up. before he didn't. Tampa Bay, we were getting smushed, and he was lights out. But that wasn't you I, like that. I know. I get it. But he has shown the propensity to do that. Yeah, it's not All not on his resume. Some people, right. I in my I, opinion, no, I some people that. still feel I'm that saying, way about him. You can and be a he winner. Still hasn't proven it for. You just what have to see both sides of it. That's all you I'm can saying. be a winner He's in this capable. league with his production. He's capable, He's he, capable of. I'm pulling for him. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I pull for him, and you know I do think they need to sign him to a long term contract. I'm pulling for him. I'm a fan. I'm just saying it's going to cost a lot of money. I don't people, want him to fail. People are going to be super pissed about his contract, no matter what. Pulling for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Come on, Kurt. Get it done, Kurt. Well, there must have been a call. There we go. We're not going to go there. Where are we at? Well, where are we going to go? Because uh, I think we've beaten this one down again. Yeah. You know, finish out with a little Stone Temple Pilots. And I got I, we got to stop soon because I can't keep looking at the, the jorts over here. I'm sorry. Well, you're in something. luck I need, because I need to switch the other side of the table or something. Yeah, you're kind of uh, out of luck there. Mm. Thank God I, I we're just, not being streamed. Hey, Ken, how live. much more time we got in this show, bro? Oh, man, we can stretch 4K. this out. 4K. That, that would be horrendous right now. I'm just thinking about stretching this out a little bit. I think Ew. the last thing Ew. I had Ew. to talk about, the last thing we had tonight, because I think this is um, a good little off-season on the brink discussion, the last thing I, I want to talk about is, and, and it's an ongoing theme we've talked about before, and this will not be the last time we talk about it, and that's drafting offense in the first round. My comment tonight is, how amusing I find it that um, we spend all year long watching just a historically bad defense <laughs> and a full understanding that our quarterback with his flaws is good enough to win if our defense is just marginally better. And, and, and they deserve credit on some days. Um, it's funny that we see that. It's funny that we understand that. It's funny that we see the disparity in salary cap between offense and defense. It's funny that we understand where our talent lies on this roster. And with the 17th overall pick in the first round, the opportunity that we're going to have to draft a starter on defense at some position, without a doubt, we will be able to do that. Yeah. And as we get closer to the draft, day by day, and we're only end of January, beginning of February, I wake up in the morning and I start to think to myself, wait a second. What if you just got that awesome offensive weapon? That guy who just like jumps off the, the the sheet at you. I mean, have you seen Dalvin Cook run the football? Yes. <laughs> I can't imagine oh Dalvin Cook. There's no way Dalvin Cook. I mean, I if know, Dalvin Cook saying. makes it to us, yeah, I'm the, taking him. The, the, that's the scenario, without a doubt. That, that um, same with Fournette. You're alluding probably. to that I'm using as an example. It would, it's same hard to imagine. Well, of course. Although, yes. although to be honest with you, if I've, either of those guys fell to us, I could see. McLovin taking that call because someone was going to pay up for that. Someone Fine. would pay a ton. Fine. Then I trade down. But man, would I like to see? Some but Dalvin s- Cook is sick. I would like to see our with our run game and every, you know we talk about it, we pound it, we do it, we did with a guy, a healthy horse that can run with some serious speed. Is Fournette Le'Veon Bell esque, or is he just? Is it a different? I don't think anyone has that pace, that pause. Yeah. I don't know. That, There's no that, one like that, him. That, no, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, and people like to say Barry Sanders. He's his own guy. No. No, but he's a big, fast, athletic. He's number you know, one, and, and I mean, he's George Rogers two point number one. You know, he's 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 a monster, man. 
And, I, and, and if that does happen, I think what we say to our, you know, our loyal listeners and to all the diehards in Redskin Nation, let the offseason unfold. Oh, yes. Let's judge it before it's over because if we freak out and hop off the, the, the train after That's that a first part of the pick, joy for some people, though. That's a part it of what, it is, what makes it, it so much fun. But it's not real. Yeah, it's not real, but it's, it's real. A, but that's emotion. what it's become. It's, it is real emotion, but it's a built-in. They already know that if we take an offensive guy in the first round, what they're going to write on Twitter today. The draft's not for months. You know what I mean? Like, uh, not yeah, you're, you're Kevin Ewald's out there yeah, who actually do believe that Snyder and Allen are in a, in a violent uh, under. Those are the people Kurt who are trying to get to listen to us. Entire regime. Yeah. Well, a lot has to <laughs> unfold this offseason. <laughs> don't cut the head. The yeah. We actually dun, don't. We dun, don't get. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, it's common. Secrets. Oh, I hope there's no secrets. That would, be, that would be tough, unless they're the good ones, after we re-sign Kirk. When everyone else says, okay, there's some stability. Maybe I will play outside linebacker for you guys. Maybe I will be an edge guy to you know, throw into the mix. Maybe I will play strong safety. I mean, free safety. Maybe I will sign that contract. I mean, everything hinges on him. You know, do you want to commit to the rest of your future to a team that might have uh, you know, a turd at quarterback with no backup? Uh, yeah. Uh, that's tough, man. Yeah. He's the key. Knowledge is the key. Show us the lock, McLovin. We need I it. Think, I think he's a very simple man, McLovin, and I think he's going to absolutely make the right call. I think he's going to be the guy who's making that call for us. I want everyone to take a, take a deep breath. McLovin's still on the job. Bruce Allen is still head of alumni events. Winning. Winning. Seasons. Hey, you know, what I, you know what I was still – I told Kevin this tonight. I said – I said he was like, oh, this is – this is Dan and Bruce taking things back over. And and I said, well, show me evidence that McLovin's decisions have been overruled to date. Show me that evidence. And and as much as I would make a joke about Bruce Allen um, and some of the terrible personnel decisions he's made in his career um, as, an, as an NFL executive, we have a winning record for two years in a row for the first time in 19 years, and Bruce Allen was the head executive uh, on this uh, in in this front office during that time frame, so uh, I don't see there being any any confusion there. Yes, McLovin is a guy we love and who we we believe is making a difference. But does McLovin look comfortable in front of cameras and stuff like that? I don't think he does. I think that's Bruce and and Daniel Snyder maybe saying, "Hey, look over here. You know, we we got this. Is what's going on? And let people who got a lot of work to do do their work." Not to that's mention, what, that's the way I want to look at it. You put McLovin available Hopefully. to the press, it just means a hundred people yeah. ask him about Kirk Cousins. Yeah, we didn't even say that. You know, the, the, the nuts and bolts of it. Uh, the, the man's father was a football coach in Washington D.C. His brother's a politician in Virginia. This guy's smooth. This guy's the guy you want to be doing the talking. Let's not like let's not let 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 McLovin go do his work at the Senior Bowl and get into the nooks and crannies and figure out about the kids. That's what you want. You want the, this guy's the best mouthpiece for anyone. Yep. So we might as well use him for what we need to use him for, which is Agreed. such. Come on. Speaking of nooks and crannies. Oh, man. Don't I say want that to next to when he's wearing jorts. Don't say that. I just Nobody want to raise my glass one more time. Raise my glass one more time to our good friend, I Hate Dallas. I want to cheer to but I want to say this. And yeah. uh, I Hate Dallas. God, I love that. That's Chris Hess's tag and moniker yeah. on, on Hogshaven. But that O-line, we need to get some D-linemen. Because big, if we want to beat Dallas, we've got to get in there. We need some big butts, big butts to get and take care of their nasty O-line. And let's raise our glass to that because if you hate Dallas, that's yep. what we need to do. That's what we need to do. That's what we need to do. We appreciate you 
and uh, all, all the other uh, fine folks at Hogshaven. Hopefully, you gave us a listen tonight, today, in your car, way to work. Maybe when you're uh, supposed to be listening to something more important at work, but instead you put some headphones in, just when check out our podcast. Out, uh, you know, who knows? Working out, shower. We're great for your, your shower. Just time us. Just let, let the steam just seek in. 40 minutes shower. <laughs> 40 minutes? Don't click on any cell phone pictures from a 301 area code. That's correct. Good, always good advice from the director of Good Times. He's Kevin Ricca. I want to say thank you to our director of legal affairs and chief counsel, general counsel, Tim Strachan. Good night, Strachan. everybody. I'm Ken Marangolo, and this was The Audible.